0: Welcome everybody to the first episode of the Your Mate Tom podcast of 2018 and I couldn't think of a better guest than Jared Wright, the co-creator of The Big Les Show, to start this year off with a bang. And I really hope that you guys had an amazing new year and I really do hope that 2018 is prosperous for you all, full of success, abundance, love and all that jazz. What would you like to say to the viewers about 2018? Bring it on! Bring it on? Bring it on. I flew up to the Gold Coast originally to get interviewed by Kai Lives, which I'll leave a link in the description box below. He was kind enough to also allow us into his home and have this space for myself and Jared to do this podcast. So a shout out to Kai. Go check out his channel. And it's funny because when I reached out to Jared, I find out that he lives like down the road from Kai. So it was all meant to be. And Jared is one of those guys that, like within five seconds of meeting him, he just felt like a soul brother and we just got on immediately and just man, the crazy amount of synchronicities and parallels and commonalities between us is just it's insane. And I would like to thank some of you guys who do comment below and request certain guests like Jared on the show because you never know, sometimes it can happen like this. And this podcast, and I know I say this a lot, but... This has been my favorite podcast experience so far, and I think a big part of that is that we got to do it in person, and I would love to do this in the future with guests. Uh It's just, you know, obviously funds and stuff doesn't allow me to fly to whatever country I want whenever I want. It was just lucky for me that Jared is Australian, and I live in Australia, but, you know, we'll get there in the future. It's all a process, guys, and I'm having fun doing it, so... It's awesome. But that's where I can see this podcast in the future, where the vast majority will be in person because I just find that chemistry is a lot stronger and you're able to hang out with them in person before the podcast begin, like I did with Jared. It always ends up turning out for the best, in my opinion. We talked about all sorts of stuff from crazy shit like Jared's UFO experiences to deep existential stuff, growing up in high school, Australian culture, and of course... The Big Les Show, I'm really happy with how this turned out and I'm sure you guys are going to love it. i got a lot of cool stuff planned for you guys for this year and certain changes and more ambitious projects and if you guys want to find any of these stuff like documentaries go check out my Patreon, this channel is fan funded by you guys so people like you make this thing happen. Like I wouldn't have been able to fly to the Gold Coast and meet up with Jared and do all this cool stuff without you guys. So deepest gratitude. Love you guys. Uh, Whether you want to help out or not, it's all good. Even if you just comment, share, and like these videos, that is helping up, and I really do appreciate it. So, thank you. If you don't want to go down the Patreon route, you can always get some psychedelic merch. That also helps us out. Or you can donate some cryptocurrencies. I'll leave the addresses in the description box below. But yeah, do whatever you want. It's all good. I'll catch you guys on the next video. Peace.
1: going on everybody i got jared from the big les show with me today
2: yeah,
1: you, got on. <laughs> you <got on>. <laughs> <laughs> well it's just funny like um meeting up last night and like so many synchronicities have been popping up it's been insane yeah it's fucking awesome eh? i How it was the sunset <laughs> sunset was magical yeah one the sun um the rooftop here in gold coast and, like, the sky was purple. And purple, um, purple was, like, the thing. Yeah, it was. Saw purple everywhere. It was crazy. Yeah. Well, not crazy. <laughs> but synchronistic in a way. What do you think... What do you reckon synchronicity means? Fuck. <laughs> that's, a, that's a loaded question. Yeah. Like, synchronicity, <laughs> the word cool.
2: itself, is more compl- is complex enough. Like, yeah. synchronicity, I don't know. Like, for people who don't know what synchronicity means, it means, like, um if something just happens and you go, whoa, what a coincidence. Or, uh, whoa, that all happened at, at such a coincident time mm. or whatever. It's just... Um, like 11-11 or... Yeah, you see numbers 22 or whatever uh, like that. Or, yeah, you're like, um, yeah you, you meet people at the at the time you just feel like you're supposed to, you're meant to hear something yeah. you're definitely supposed to along your uh, journey or whatever. And that uh, it's just like, synchronicity is just falling into the... Um, into the fucking default everything falling into place yeah everything just falling into place the way it should and like um, non-synchronicity is you fighting it almost or like Mm. trying to go um no, this is Like, how resi- it's like be. resisting what's happening. Yeah, yeah, resisting it. And then when you just kinda like um let go and fall into it, you automatically fall into a synchronistic state where And it just happens more and more. It's like once you point out, like yeah. like let's say I don't know, eleven eleven for
1: example, once yeah. you point it out and you put that to your awareness it just starts coming up more and yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. It's funny, like Ramdas actually spoke about this. Like once you start getting more enlightened, whatever that means, yeah. it's like those synchronistic moments just start happening constantly yeah. all the time and you get like we we're talking yesterday it gets to the point where it's like ah uh, i'm not even like surprising it's like of course this happens yeah, like,
2: yeah. <laughs> i remember that was that was me about um three and a half years ago yeah where um i was never really uh deep into any of um this kind of stuff i was just like you know i was a cleaner at um these cinemas and stuff like that like i was i was real unhealthy point in my life as well, and. Mm. Um, just uh, just kind of starting to know uh, all the conspiracy world kind of stuff of like uh, all this shit going on in the back, backgrounds and yeah. shit. Were you
1: like an angry conspiracy theorist? Kind of. Yeah. I'd say I was angry like, <laughs> oh, fuck the government. I don't know. No. <laughs> you know, like it's the first stage. It's, everyone it's
2: everyone's theory. first stage. And that was where I was at. And then um, uh, I never really could grasp the whole spirituality concept and everything, because to me it felt like that's a separate thing that you have to learn mm. to, to attain, and to like you've got to become a master at it, or it's just a separate skill or some like some you have sort to be a teacher. mystic or some shit. Yeah, yeah. You're like you have, to, you have to add something to yourself. But then I, had, I went through the journey of um, just going through all these experiences that um, made me realize you know, everyone and myself like is spiritual by default. And it's just like, we are all spiritual beings. We're, we're, sp- we're
1: spiritual beings having a human experience. Exactly. We're just along for the ride. That's it. <laughs> yeah, <I can laughs> yeah. There good you go. So, good to see you again. Good to see you too, <laughs> mate. <laughs> How many times have you been here for?
2: Oh, lifetimes? Lifetimes, <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. Probably, this is probably my 11th time, I think. I've got a feeling <laughs> it's my 11th time. Because I, I actually got a palm reading too, not long ago. And I, I've never had a palm reading before. And as soon as she read my palm, it was my um, girlfriend's really good family friend, mm. and as soon as she read my palm, she just like said, oh, you've come back again. <laughs> you've come back. And I was like, well, yeah. Is that everyone's deal though, in a sense, Yeah, like, everyone's, everyone's come back, but like, I feel like um, when you come to Earth, um, you've got to go through like uh, a lot of learning, like you come, you, you first time, you have to start off as like a crab. That, <laughs> something or a plant or a tree you just gotta you gotta experience all the different kind of life cycles of like animals to plants to like nature to being a human to being mm. a couple of different types of humans to being uh, different genders and uh, different uh, different 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 different. to you just like you got a sense of what you are and then um, yeah I felt like cause I've had so many dreams where I've done all that and I've I've uh not uh, graduated, but I just like finished and went back home and heard the call for Earth, like, Earth's in trouble, everyone has to go. Well, <laughs> you don't have to go, but you've got to volunteer to go, <laughs> go, <laughs> go, go back to. to Earth. We need help because it's fallen down in its consciousness and it needs, you know, it needs uh, help bringing it back home. So, I felt like, um, I just went, yeah, fuck, let's go. Fuck. Let's, I let's go again. I'd like to go see, um, the old beaches again and hanging out in the old. I miss those trees <laughs> on, in Australia, they're pretty cool. It's
1: interesting you say that as well because it's like sometimes people forget that we are nature, not just a part of nature, yeah, as everyone, well. And everyone, everything's an extension of us. So. That's it, like everyone like, has
2: like plants were here first before humans exactly. and then they came, yeah, animals and then us. That's exactly it. Hey, yeah, the first life form, like pe- people are so, um, all oh, the average Joe, the average, average, average Joe. Uh, just sees the world as like, um, you know, we're we're put in this in this safety area, which is like cities and mm. towns and stuff. You know, walk along the footpath, uh, keep your shoes on, you <laughs> know, stay along, stay in in between lines and stuff. And and uh, out there in the jungle and stuff, it will kill you. So don't go out there and don't even think about it. who cares, whatever. That's just our resources. Fuck off. Mm. Uh, that's that's our home. Like that's 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 we need to be working with that you know take your shoes off walk on the grass and fucking it's important to ground yourself as well oh there's like scientific studies showing that it's yeah. like yeah well, but that's what i always like say like you know when you look at your hand you've got like all these like um, your fingerprints or whatever yeah what they like are they're like uh, sensors so like you know whatever you touch and feel or whatever you, you like you they're like mm. sensors you know and you've got the same thing on the bottom of your feet so me and my girlfriend were having this um, conversation where um oh well if you got it on your feet as well and when you walk barefoot on the earth you do earthing or whatever um you really like soak up all those energies and you align yourself with the vibration of the planet of where it's vibrating mm-hmm. and um you align yourself with the planet so you become grounded in that sense and um it's like everyone wears shoes right like has to 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 go to work and do all this shit. And shoes are made of rubber. And rubber um, stops that electromagnetic or that electric kind of energy. Yeah, yeah. It, like, it just blocks it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Through. So, like, when you're wearing shoes all the time, your feet would just go white and stuff. And all, the, all your socks that you use to wash in your washing machine yeah. and stuff gets just soaked up into all those, like, chemicals you use to clean your clothes. And then you're soaking that up instead of the earth. Throughout. every day you're doing shit and it's, it sucks because we all have to do it. You I have to, yeah, you can't yeah, just walk yeah. into a bang. Nah, you come can't. on mate. Yeah, we'll, we'll say this. Place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll <laughs> you know, I walked into an airport with no shoes yeah. and I was like, mate, what are you doing? There's no shoes, you've got to wear shoes in here. It's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not catching a plane, I'm just seeing my mate off. It's like, mate, you still can't wear shoes in here. It's like, ah. <laughs> being pointed out and stuff, yeah. like, like, Jesus, I'm Just I'm just being free, you know, like, I just got back from the beach and shit but you know, like, I forgot where I was going with this, but yeah. Um, every oh, that's where I was going. now. Uh, uh, people are so like kind of used to when we when we're grown up, we have to go through school and stuff, you know, to to stay in between the lines and to. You got to wait in line. Well, the whole educational
1: system was to train us to be factory yeah like assembly workers. Yeah, that was the whole purpose of it. Yeah, like do what you're told. Yeah, like if you, if you're trying to be like crazy or, like. You know, think outside the box. They're like, no, 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 you've got to think this way because this is what we've been told. Because, <laughs> uh, I don't know, there's a string of words that says so on this piece of paper yeah. that this old guy told me.
2: Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much what it is. That was like my whole experience through school. It was just yeah. was just, um, you know, fuck your lines and grids. I'm, I'm going to draw <laughs> off the page. I'm going to colour in. I'm going to draw what I want. I was always drawing. Stuff? in school? Oh, to, to an extent. I wasn't a uh like a problem like like a fucking hectic rebel right, like, a I was pl- like a playful rebel playful rebel yeah. i was just like um you know, jared you gotta do this and i was like no i don't <laughs> I do whatever i want yeah <laughs> like in high school and stuff like um uh since after 2010 like um since you know free periods though those things that happen when you're in high school and as soon as that happened, I was just like, right, well, my my school experience from now on is just going to be one big free period, mm. and I'm just going to chuck on the school shirt, go to school. Uh, I was like friends with the music teachers, so I was just like, can I can I borrow a guitar? Like, you got a free period? Like, sure I do. Cheers! And then I'd just sit out the back and play yeah. guitar, and they're talk. always really
1: cool. The music teachers, yeah, yeah, they yeah. They're
2: always get they always get so high. Eh? They get <laughs> yes, so high. They all my music teachers are teacher blazed all donors. the time. They.
1: And you look back on you it. Isn't to. it funny like when you're a kid and you're like I know you blaze up before classroom and then yeah. you think like oh the teachers don't know
2: and shit they but then know. you look back it's like of
1: course they knew, how could they not? Fuck
2: that was like all, yeah. one of my first experiences getting stone was at school. And um, like how old were you? Oh, yeah? oh it's probably about it was in year eleven, so I would have been about seventeen. Wait, no, nice. sixteen. I would have been about sixteen okay and and i was chilling out the back and just like had a strong uh draw off my mate's dude, We were all like smoking doobs out the back and then for the rest of the school day i had like pe and uh, science and fucking um music so i was loving <laughs> yeah, music i was like oh, this is sick yeah. this is uh, the sound the yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> we used to like play like metal, like heavy Mate, me metal too. shit. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. I used to be in a metal band actually. Really? Yes. Yeah, 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 like, say like a little one. Like, what what bands were you into? Um, Parkway
1: Drive. Yeah, and like um, Machine Head and Machine Head. I saw them on, like, An evening with Machine Head. Or yeah. Yeah. So, like Trivium like, like, oh, wow. and. Uh, uh, Lamb of God and all that. Nice, I've seen Lamb of God though. Metallica, I was real Metallica fan. That's what got me into. Same, same. One, yeah,
2: one, two. (laughs) Seriously, yeah, (laughs) guitar hero. Yeah, Yeah.
1: guitar hero. Yeah, and then I'm like, I started getting really good at guitar hero. And I'm like, I might as well just put more effort into actually playing a real guitar. Yeah, that's
2: exactly yeah. what I did, man. Guitar Hero started
1: it for me. There you go. Oh, there you <laughs> fucking go, man. That's sick. Nice to meet you again. Nice to meet you too, man. <laughs> <But> Synchronicity. Synchronicity. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly, exactly.
2: But yeah, fuck it Um, What was I going to say? Oh yeah, yeah, like teachers just <laughs> know that you're stoned. <laughs> 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 Like, I was, I was yeah. in science and I was yeah. sitting next to my mate and we were like, we are coming up with this bizarre story we're just making it up, like there's all this shit going on like, oh yeah, you gotta everyone answering questions and stuff me and my mate are at the back, both stoned and I'm like cracking up and we're like I'm drawing this thing on my on my school book and we're imagining of this um, underneath tweed like where we live, underneath mm. all this just imagine if there was a massive basement that just covers a whole thing underground and you can fit, like, a theme park in there and you can fit all these shit in there. We're just, like, making all this stuff up, what could be in there and stuff like, oh, yeah, there could be, like, crates and crates of Mountain Dew for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, for some reason, all the elevators going deeper. We're just, like, cracking up with all this stupid shit we we're coming up with. And then my teacher, who was, um... He was a science teacher and he was, like, pretty strict, but he was pretty laid-back.
1: Yeah.
2: Kind of surfy, kind of older fella, and he just like looked at me and went, "Jared, you got anything? You got anything to uh, answer to this question?" And I just looked up like, "What?" Reddest eyes, glazed. What are you talking stuff. about? Yeah, yeah basically. Yeah. And then he just looks at me. He like looks at me so serious, like, and then he smiles <laughs> and he's just like, "Don't worry." Don't worry. It, just, it just like left left me to do. It. And then he asked someone else. So I was
1: Don't like, worry. He like clicked and he's like, oh, when he, like he must have had like reminiscing when he was a kid That's or something. That's exactly like, what we said. It's don't worry, like, mate. Uh, Continue to
2: have a good time. Boys will be boys, <laughs> yeah. kind of thing. That's like, an Aussie attitude, as well. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like that. <laughs> we had an ag farm. We have uh, we have an ag farm at our school. Um, I went to Tweed River High School, and um, the ag farm is like kind of in the school, but it's sort of separate. And there's like cows and shit. And you used to always see the teachers on their free. Just like sneakily walking to the ag farm and meeting each other up there. They're, really? they're all going for a chuff you know, at <laughs> the back of the fucking ag farm. Apparently there was a plant growing in the ag farm at one stage. This was great. But yeah, no, nah, teachers, they know. They know. <laughs> They've <laughs> all been there.
1: Because you think it's like, they're adults, of course they know. But when of you're course. a kid, it's for some reason you just make up stories in your head. that you're, you're like, oh, oh, I'm super sneaky, of course yeah, they know. Yeah, yeah, they're adults. They've done it all. They're, it's, they're like you're, it's like um, how you think about your parents yeah. when you're a kid. Like You don't think of them as, hey, they actually used to be a kid as well. And yeah. they had they went through like these hormonal periods. And they yeah. had to go through all this shit. Yeah, they're, they're just mum and dad. Exactly, yeah. yeah. When you're a kid, you just think, oh, they're adults, they're straight as fuck. Yeah, and you uh, just feel like afraid of them. Then you're older, and you're like, oh. I used to be afraid of you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Just yeah. like you're a person like me. Yeah, yeah exactly.
2: Yeah. Like, yeah, we have a lot in common, <laughs> you and I. So, <laughs> yeah, we yeah. Now, Yeah, now, exactly. Now they, now yeah. Yeah, now, exactly. <laughs> Did you, um, during school, was that when you started coming up with the concepts for yeah. the Big Les show? Oh, I've been doing that since I was, like not Big Les per se, but like um, that kind of shit since I was in primary school. Really? Like uh, when I broke my arm, I broke my wrist in 2006, and I was in year sure. six. How'd you back out Fell out of a tree. I was climbing a tree and then I like grabbed onto this like wrong fucking, this dead branch. and I <laughs> fell sideways about five metres and landed on my elbow. And when I hit my elbow, my fucking two bones that are in there fucking shot up, disconnected from this area, disconnected from my wrist. One of them broke into three pieces and came out there. Holy shit. So you saw your that one. Yeah, I like thought it was a stick stabbed into my arm and I like grabbed onto it and then I saw oh, saw yeah. my skin move. I was like, Oh that's that's me. <laughs> 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 oh shit. <That's> <laughs> <laughs> my, my arm was like full on zigzagged and like if you're a fan of big LEDs or whatever in um the episode um where it shows Clarence's like backstory and he like yeah. lands on Earth. When he's like, Oh my arm. When he's like break, breaks his arm. I like how chill he is as
1: well, like, Yeah, like, oh, Yeah, he just broke
2: my arm. Like, he's oh, well, <laughs> gonna put a smile on you. <laughs> but when he broke his arm in that in that yeah. episode, that's exactly what my arm looked like. I drew that based off when yeah. i broken up. And um <laughs> getting get on the green stick, you know, in the in the uh, in the ambulance, fucking the getting morphine up to the shitty house, that was great. But um uh, That was actually... When I broke it, I actually had like a DMT kind of experience. Really? Like, just before I fell, I saw a black cat walking along the fence that's near the tree. And I was like, oh shit, this means something. (laughs) Fuck. And broke my arm. And then um, everything went like purple and like quiet and like... And I can relate it to like being on mushrooms or something nowadays back then. I was only like, fuck, year six. I would have been 11, 10 yeah. 12 no yeah it was near my 12th birthday and um yeah so I was home from school for like months at a time this was the time when Steve Irwin passed away yeah because I, I was like one of the first of uh, my mates to go oh he's the fucking she just knew That was a yeah, sad day yeah, yeah it was a sad day and um yeah so I had all this free time just at home by myself mum was at work I was just able to just feed myself just like so, popping those enneurbotic pills and shit and um, in the sling and everything. So I just decided to draw my own comics. Yeah. And just like, you get the A4 pieces of paper, you get like fucking 10 of them, you fold them and then you staple them (laughs) and then you just like draw little lines and squares and then you just fill them out with just whatever happens next and you just keep going. You don't have a set story. Yeah, just free association. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're, you're, You're drawing it and writing it as it, and reading it as it goes along. That's life, right? Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> life. it's life. You can't you can't plan your life. You can think you are, but it's kind of. You a can co- either go co-creation. with the flow or resist yeah. it. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> it. But yeah, I just like all, I've always like been into stories. Like even at a younger younger age, I like used to always love you know playing with action figures and shit and like making them do like real cool shit. And um, yeah, making my own comics. I used to have this comic called uh, Fireman and Iceman. <laughs> and it was just about this guy these these two blokes that are just like in a science room or something the, and they're just fucking around with all these beakers like oh what's this I'm going to drink this oh, let's, <laughs> say, let's fucking play a bit and stuff and then they turn into these superheroes with like powers and shit one of them's got all ice and water powers one of them's got fire and flying powers yeah. and then the whole comic's just them fighting each other fire and ice and it's just who wins you know? <laughs> and it's just like uh yeah, it's so, so fun to make and from that I just like made more and more kind of little mini comics just for my own amusement and um incorporating like Spider-Man and shit because I fucking love Spider-Man me too yeah <laughs> fuck yeah man who <laughs> doesn't love Spider-Man I know right yeah, fucking is. Doc Ock mate oh, the yeah. yeah 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 it's <laughs> absolute mad like, um but yeah yeah and then throughout high school you yeah. came up with like the saint like the characters that everyone knows now just um between mates and myself mm-hmm. and um, how, how old were you when you first started coming up with the characters well oh, fuck so it would have been around 2009 but even before that um big Les uh came about because he was based off my dad my my mate's dad because uh
1: like you see, yeah, I've met a lot of people like Big Les. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we were talking about yesterday, it's like every character
2: in the show. They're just they're, duplicating. They're, yeah, they're like archetypes.
1: In yeah,
2: the show, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like how I said, uh, Mike <laughs> Nolan, you can find a Mike Nolan at any work site in Australia. Oh yeah, just catch a man. Yeah, Mike. Like, like, yeah, man. you fucking, you got it, man. you got it. <laughs> you got it. But like, um, yeah, so uh, the first character was Big Les and Quentin, and they all just like, had that relationship of just like, Oh, fucking son, you made your bed. And you're like, oh, fuck, fuck you, you know. <laughs> and it was just uh, it was just fun to work yeah, with. Was like, Clean to... your room. Fuck off, Dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so many, I've heard so many of those conversations. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. And it's nothing uh, related to my mate, how it was yeah. my mate's dad. It's just um, that persona of his dad was just so iconic that I had to use that character. And uh, that character grew and grew and grew and I used to always draw him on my school books and stuff and just make him do funny shit until um, one day I uh, got the um, school laptop given to us in 2010 and we were the first wave of uh, people in uh, high school to get these laptops mm. so everyone's just like oh boy yes I'm going to get my uh, assignments done and <laughs> all this sort of stuff and I'm there like going oh I can't do that. So let's just see what else we've got on here. Oh, it's got paint, nice. It's got Audacity, <laughs> fucking, oh, for recording. You can record music and my voice or whatever. And uh, video editing software, which was uh, on really? premiere. Oh, really? I never got a laptop. Didn't you? Yeah, when, when was this? Uh, this is, uh, I was in year 10, so it was 2010. Ah, uh, one year after I left. Yeah, Scott, yeah. Uh, that's what, yeah.
1: Motherfuckers.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so I like yeah. I played on that and I was just made like, um, because I've always been drawing the characters and stuff, so I decided to draw them in paint and then... Just just with the mouse? Yeah, with a touchpad. The whole uh, first season and second season of Big Lairs was all drawn on a touchpad. That's, why it sounds That's a pretty good man. Oh, it took a long time because you can tell the massive jump up in quality when I got up season two to season. Drawing like a normal human, do all that all the time, I'm just coming over to my mate's house. What are you doing? I was just those people don't know. So you do every like frame by frame. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, it's not like frame by frame. It's like it's a lot uh, weird to like how normal animation goes. I'd say for an average episode, like I just. Um, finished this one that's coming out uh very 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 soon yeah um nice. it that one goes for about 10 minutes and that was almost a thousand and a half pictures drawn for that one or i can't remember might have been thousand two. pitches. might have been two it's actually funny because i've done that once my first
1: really plus like outside of math suppose but the one that i the first assignment I ever got in school that I was really passionate about was, like, an animation I did, but I just did it through paint, actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. nice. And this did it through, um... What was it, like, Microsoft PowerPoint or something?
2: Oh, like, Windows... I don't remember, well, it was
1: some stupid thing. I called it, like, South Park Seniors or something. I couldn't come up with a better name. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. just, like, like, gangs and violence and <laughs> drugs and shit. Yeah. yeah. And, like, the assistant principal
2: came. He loved it. Got yeah. an A+. Nice. Yeah, he fucking loved it. Yeah, I, it was I actually got marked on um, Big layers because, Yeah? Because, like, how I said Nice. No, yes. like uh, for year 11 and 12 I was just just absent from all my classes Mm. and I used to get shit for it from my teachers but they just like it became that kind of uh, common where they're just like oh has anyone seen Joe today like yeah he's chilling out the back I'm like ah leave him he's not fucking coming to class anytime soon we'll just let let him be Yeah, at least you were like working
1: on something yeah I was working on
2: something that's when I was just always by myself like in the when everyone was at like in class and shit and I was just like fuck well I'll do this Yeah, and um uh, I actually turned up into English one day and my teacher's just like what are you doing here I'm like I'm coming to English for <laughs> the first time in a year <laughs> it's like where have you been this whole time I was like, I've been on the school grounds <laughs>
1: I've been <laughs> in I've the been vicinity chilling and I've
2: been playing music and stuff yeah. but um, I just thought I might come in because you know aircon and what. <laughs> 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 like, well, and then um, uh, all my friends that were in my classes and stuff were telling my teachers, like, this is what he's been doing this whole time. And uh, she watched it, and as as fucked as it was, she, like, laughed and everything. And really? was like, you know what? I'm going to mark him for it, because this is nice. actually productive as fuck. What would you get? I don't know. But <laughs> I got marked, at least, or, like, ticked off for doing something. At least, definitely a pass, at least, right? Probably. <laughs> Probably. But I left, <laughs> I, kind of... I left before I could have graduated, because... Yeah, they were just like, "Well, mate, you haven't been at school for like two years, but you've been on the school grounds. <laughs> it's like a grey area. Yeah. area." Yeah, and technically they, you were here, but like you didn't come to class, mate. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. And half of the school didn't even know I existed. Like they're just like, I like came into the front office one time and I was just like, um, "I've been here for the past two years." I've just been playing music and wagging every day, but I come, you know, I sign in. I, mm. like, have my shirt on and shit. just wait for my mates to finish school <laughs> so we can fuck off and go for a boog or something. Go for a serve. And, um, uh, they're just like, wait, wait, what's your name? What's your name? And, like, going for all these papers. And I'm like, oh, Jared, right. like, what <laughs> And they, they, they didn't have me on the books and stuff. They they're freaking out because, um, technically I was there on the books but in reality I wasn't there. So they're just like, we have to expel you. Like, you can't, you can't be here. And I was like, no need, mate. I'll leave. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It save the paperwork. Yeah, save the paperwork. I'm, I'm going anyway. That's why I was coming in to tell you. Because <laughs> this is at the time the HSC, like the, um, the fucking, the fucking assignment yeah. time where you actually got it. so I was just pretty basically, you know what, I haven't studied for any of this. I haven't, been here but i've been here but um i'm just gonna go because i won't pass anyway so no point yeah yeah so thanks for babysitting me and um we'll
1: leave it at that and i left nice when when did the big show actually start getting gaining
2: traction start to get popular and stuff i have no idea that was um was it during high school, or like after you left? It was kind of during high yeah. school, like um, in 2010. I spent the majority of that. Um, uh, that was at the end of 2010. I think it was when we got the laptops, and that's mm-hmm. when I started to make um, to play around and that, and teach myself animation with using what was at hand. And before that, I just finished like a massive book, like that thick. That's um, was a comic, like a, one of the biggest comics that I made, and it was like. 50 pages and they were like all A4 like in a sleeved kind of book that um, had all the characters in it, had all the story of like Big Les and Sassy and everything and I just like drew that all for fun and had my my mates come in with like input like oh you should put this in and that like that and um, it's like yeah right yeah I'll I'll do something like that just to make everyone happy and, and be able to show it through my mates and then yeah so I made the first couple of episodes, just like volcano bomb and all that sort of shit, in uh. A 2000- How would you come up with that idea? Oh, <laughs> okay. That's a, that's a good story. Um, <laughs> me and Tom, uh, me and Tom, we created like a lot of the uh, sass- all the Sasquatch beings and um, Clarence and the tumors and uh, and uh, mainly Sassy. We both like uh, came up with Sassy when we were both stoned on my trampoline one night, and um. As you do, yeah, yeah, as you do, and. The way we came up with the volcano bong uh, idea. Have you seen the movie El Dorado? Yes. Do you, do you remember? Is that
1: the... the one when they find like this
2: secret city of gold? Cal- yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. All, All right. right sweet. All right. So before me and Tom were hanging one day, we'll, we'll, we wagged school, obviously. <laughs> and we're just walking around and like, going for an adventure on foot as you do. Just like, well, where can we go? Let's go. Let's go do something. And I went to call up my mate to, because we only had fucking shit or money back then. I had five bucks. He had five bucks. Yeah. So we we're like, let's get a tenner. Why a tenner. not? <laughs> and so Did we you went to... Do get tenners anymore? I don't
1: know, <laughs> probably not. And um, just for those who don't know, at home,
2: tenner is half a gram of weed. Yeah, yeah. Just the smallest <laughs> amount of weed you can buy. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and this is when I was just starting into smoking and Tom's um, smoked like a few years before me. So he's just like... And he stops for a bit, so we're like kind of um, getting back into it together. Yeah. And he's showing me the ropes, you know, and um, so we went for a massive adventure on foot uh, to go see my mate to get a tenner, and we got it, and we're just like, "Fuck yeah, we got a tenner! It's not much, but we'll give we'll, it we go." And as we're walking along the footpath, like by this um, football field, Tom, we're having a conversation, and Tom just like stops and looks down, and I keep walking, still talking. I look back and he's just like stunned and then just like picks something up on the ground and just holding his fist and he just goes, (laughs) and sprints out so far, like 50 meters into the fucking football field and then comes all the way back and he's just like, look. (laughs) And it was a, it was a 50, like a 50 of weed. Oh really? Yeah. In a, in a dead Kelly bag, like a dead Kelly, like, um, saddie bag. And it's just like a pure, just awesome nug. Just like just left there, just perfectly on the footpath. And when you're that young, finding weed is like the greatest thing in the universe. I know, after we just put our hard-earned savings of five bucks each, to the, tennis, <laughs> the universe gave us a fifty. So we're just like, good job, you're on the right track. Yeah, mate. yeah, yeah, mate. Right, yeah. You're gonna need this. <laughs> you know, tennis just not gonna do it. So you're gonna need this. And we're just like, fuck, you stay at a mine tonight. They're like, yep, we're gonna stay That's home. It. We're gonna watch Disney movies. <laughs> we get so stoned and watch all the Disney movies. We watch like Cars and fucking Bugs Life, nice. and then we watched The Road to El Dorado. Yeah. So in The Road to El Dorado, there's a scene. If anyone knows the scene of um, around the start, or if you're watching it um, after hearing this, there's a scene. <laughs> there's a scene in it. Yeah. That, spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! <laughs> but there's a scene at the start when they first get to the city of gold and uh, all the in, all the people of this city. Uh, looking at them, these two guys, like they're gods and shit like that. Yeah, I remember that. And uh, the two blokes just start having an argument towards each other, and all the city people are just looking at them, going, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And they're they're having an argument, you know, like, well, but you said this, but I said this blah 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 fucking." Hell. And in the midst of all this, in the background, there's a volcano erupting and it's just like going skits and all the city people are like looking at them arguing and seeing the volcano and just like, alright, something skits is going on here. (laughs) And then the volcano is just about to erupt, right? And then in the midst of their argument, one of them just goes, alright, enough, stop! And he just yelled stop where it like echoed and then all of a sudden they all look at the volcano the volcano just stops and all the smoke's in it It just goes, and then stops and all the smoke just goes, (laughs) And then you hear the volcano go... And it's just like, oh, no shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you watch again, look at that scene, you'd just be like, what going to watch it And then <laughs> the, movie, the movie carried on because after that scene, everyone just looks at them and go, they're gods. They just stopped the volcano. Anyway, the movie carried on and half an hour in, me and Tom are still gone. They still haven't explained how the fuck the volcano stopped? And like, they just completely just moved past that. <laughs> are they gods? Like, And then they just completely ignored it. So me and Tom are trying to think, how could have that happened? Like, how? what's the reasonable explanation for, for a volcano to just stop and then suck its smoke back in and then just be finished? And then we just had no explanation, so we just went, sassy did it. <laughs> it was sassy because whenever you can't fill in an explanation for something, it was just sassy was there and he did it because like, <laughs> what, what, what he does. What does sassy represent to you? The impossible, the impossible, and infinity, and just just solid dude. <laughs> He's a good guy. Just, just solid, yeah, solid guy. Very humble. Yeah. yeah. Very humble. So um, that's how Volcano Bong came to be, because we were thinking, well, if Sassy did it, how did he do it? It's was like, oh, it's a volcano bong. <laughs> it's like some sort of mechanism with the rocks and stuff where like, you know, you use the lava at the top and in the inner tubes as like kind of like a filter mm. and all the weed and fuckloads loads of crops of weed just gets chucked into the top and just incinerates. All the smoke from the volcano just like is huffing up the air. And then there's all these chambers around the volcano mm. edges that you suck the smoke back through it, through this <laughs> rock pipe. But they're in the middle, <laughs> sucking it, like, fucking getting a sore throat. But they're Sasquatches so they can handle it. It's worth it. Yeah, and that's how the, the volcano bomb was made. Oh no shit, that's awesome. From finding a 50 and then going home watching Disney movies can create wonders for the imagination. It's really interesting. It has like, how does has your like philosophy evolved since the show
1: started? Cause oh, I'm sure like your intention behind it now is like a lot deeper than what it used to oh, be yeah. when you first
2: started. It's grown since, like, as, when I've as I've grown, the show's grown as well. Mm. So it's like, um, uh, like I was saying before, um, in the years 2011, 2012, that's when I was just getting started into the whole conspiracy concept mm. of things, and. Um, it was actually around 2012, no 2013 it was, where I actually started to see a lot of um, things in the sky for the first time and I've always wanted to see stuff in the sky like UFOs or any sort of mm. weird strange phenomenon and um, in 2013 I was lucky enough to see a number of weird stuff like really bright green lights in Just the sky. Around your house, yeah, or? just around um, yeah. the Tweed area. And if you look back on, I don't know where you can look this up, but um, in 2013, there was like this site that shows you where the most activity of UFO activity or something is in, like around the world. And in 2013, it was Tweed, the or really? Gold Coast, and the um, hinterland area that was the most activity. Um, in that year, and I was lucky enough to be the one to be like, you know, what the fuck is going on, trying to connect all these dots, and it was blowing my mind, because I first saw this real hectic green uh, light, I was coming back down on the Gold Coast with my mate at night time, and I was talking to him while he was driving, and I was just like, in the passenger seat, going on about something random. And I was just like staring into this one bit of the um, sky and the stars, and then all of a sudden it just lit up green like a big, huge fireball, the size of a full moon, just like falling. And it was just like flaming, going through clouds. I was like, oh, like holding my mate and start like holding onto the car, mm-hmm. thinking, like, this thing's gonna fucking impact. It's like some plasma weapon or something. The fucking government, the fuck is going on? And then I saw it hit behind the hills and then just the behind the hills kind of lit up green like a weird kind of plasma looking thing and I was like holding on to the car like my mate like that I was freaking out yeah I was yeah. waiting for the big initial impact he's like what what was going on I was like what the fuck was that so I said we need to because he was driving me home and mm. I live on a hill up there and I said "You <clears> need a, we, we need to go um, up to the top of my hill that's um, where I live we need to go up the very top so we can see if we can see anything, see anything burning in the distance or anything like that. And we went up there and you couldn't see anything in the distance, but we counted almost about six or seven military helicopters just flying and circling around. And there was okay. one... So it's
1: not something that you
2: just saw, like you can, no, it was on someone the news. else can vouch for you. It was on the, oh, it was the on news the next oh, day, but this is, yeah, this is a weird story. I haven't no. told this in a long time, okay. <laughs> but... um. So I saw these military old helicopters. One was like flying really low and it had like a big opening, like, like the big uh, police helicopter on GTA 4. If you know <laughs> I what they, they yeah. look like. Because that's what I was just like, that's what, that's, that's what it looks like. It looks like one of the fucking GTA 4 helicopters. And I'm pretty sure they had guns on the side. Like, they were military. They were yeah. dark and...
1: Like shit's going
2: down. Yeah, Some, shit's, yeah, something's going down and they saw that thing as well. So I'm just there going, you know...
0: What the fuck? <laughs> and I made a
2: post on it on Facebook. Yeah. I drew it in Paint as well. I drew like a mini comic because I'm so good at comics. <laughs> 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 so I made a comic yeah. strip of exactly what I saw, out of just a cartoon. I said, "Did anyone see this?" And everyone's commenting on it going, "Where was this?" Well, blah blah blah. And I was like, "Oh, it was here. It was about this time." And then I had a mate of mine. He's a surfer and he's into he like always watches the surf cams and everything like that and he said you know this is really weird but two hours ago this happened on the surf cam so he sent me a link to the surf cam and it, it showed what time it was filmed and the time I saw it they were two hours apart and this surf cam was um, filming from surface so I was looking out the ocean that's over here and you look on the horizon the video was this a big white ball just rising out of the ocean like it was the full moon. I first look at yeah. it, was like, that the full moon? Just a time Does lapse. It looked like a, a moon. It was yeah. just a big white ball and it looked like a, it was a time lapse and it just like rose up over the water and then just went and all the, like right over tweed. And this, this was two hours apart from when I saw this green thing uh, fall out of the sky. So I'm at my dad's yeah. showing him all this telling him my story and he's going, what? the fuck is going on because it was the first thing that ever, I've ever got to witness and mm. I was just really weirded out but like this is so abnormal this is I've never never been in this weird kind of um, uh, experience yeah. before did you ever think that like
1: oh maybe I've just gone crazy or no no because um, a lot of other people saw it as well yeah that's, that's the difference, right? Yeah, like yeah It's different if you yeah. just
2: saw it by yourself, chilling. Yeah, like, yeah. I've had know. those moments before. Yeah, and yeah. I can't, like, a lot of things I've seen I can't tell anyone because yeah. it's just like, oh, I was by myself. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, exactly. And uh, the weirdest thing about all this, I, I was talking to my mate, he was showing me the webcam footage, everything like that, and I made the comic hmm. strip, blah, blah, blah. The next morning, I got a message on my phone from um, my mate. He was saying... Um, where's your post I, I was commenting on how come you delete it, I was going to show my mate I didn't delete it and I looked on Facebook and it was gone my post was gone about the green thing falling out of the sky my comic that I made it got deleted and then mm. um, I even checked my mate's message of the webcam footage on this webcam surf site and I checked to see if that video was still there again so I can copy the link and send it to another mate mm. and that link that video is being deleted as well I go onto that link to see if that video's still Something there, and there's just a, yeah, yeah, there's a little, just a little, little box with a red X in it. So like, what the, what the fuck is going on? So that day, me, and my mate that I was with when I saw the green thing, we drove back up the coast, and uh, I was talking about everything, all the weird shits going on, and so maybe we we'll listen to the radio and see if um, anyone's talking about it, and they were talking about it on the radio after every song the radio host was just like now if you ever if, if anyone was driving back on the back in south on the M1 last night on the Gold Coast you would have seen a bizarre green light if anyone saw it please call in and tell us what you saw and what you think it is blah 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 and they kept saying that um like every after every song right and then we'll wait to hear what they were gonna say and then they didn't say anything for like four or five songs and mm. we're just like where the fuck are they like Talk, yeah, fucking. Yeah, like, surely tell someone's us. seen something. Yeah, tell us. And then they get back, right? And they just go, the quickest thing they can get it out as fast as they can, they just go, um, Hi guys, sorry for the late um, uh, announcement, but um, NASA just got a hold of us and said, It's not, nothing to worry about. It was just a bit of space junk in the air. Next song, final charts. That's mm. it. So I was just like, Bull fucking shit. You just had to keep asking questions, yeah. didn't you? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you could tell they just called him up and said, mate, just leave it. Yeah, sure. and Shut your fucking face. Yeah, so I was just like, that wasn't a bit of space junk. That was something way more bizarre and almost looked metaphysical. And so I waited for it to be on the news later that night because I was telling my mum, was like, it might be on the news, it might be on the news. Then it was on the news. You know what they said? What? A media shower. A media shower is struck. Struck, and a, a a bit of um, you know, a meteorite has broken off and caused a great nothing. No, nothing to see here, folks. It's just <laughs> <a media shower. laughs> so you're fucking telling me the radio tells me that NASA, NASA tells them it's a it's a it's a falling satellite or it's a bit of space junk. Now, the news is like Channel Nine news is going. Oh, it's just a media shower. Oh. and so <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that's when I like developed my absolute distrust in um in you know what the news tells you and what everything because I was just like first hand seeing all this sort of shit and being lied to at the same time just going nah there's something so weird going on here and people cling on to what the news say yeah like, but the news said this yeah exactly it's yeah. like ah oh, the, <laughs> the news is just oh. ah yeah, no need to get everyone knows yeah, everyone get, knows yeah. it already but um, and so for the rest of that month, a lot of weird stuff happening cause I was delving into it cause I was really intrigued cause after seeing that, you just, you become obsessed with it. You just want to find mm. out what's going on. And so I was, I was a cleaner at the cinemas at the time and I was te- telling uh, the, the security guy that I see every night before, before he leaves and I have a, have a chat with him just at the stairs while he's having a cig. Mm. And I was like, did you, did you see that green thing the other night? And he's like, nah, nah, but. My mate, uh, he lives over in Mirbar and stuff, and he's been seeing he's a weird shit in the sky looking over at Springbrook. So, oh, yeah, what's he been seeing? He's like, oh, he's, he tells me he doesn't believe in any of the stuff, but he says every time he went out of his house and had a cig, he was looking up at the hills of Springbrook. And he said he saw this blue little light just kind of like hovering around the hills, and then it would just like light up and be somewhere else and just chilling. Light up and just yeah. like zigzag around the mountain range, and he's like, like I'm oh, imagining something. Yeah. And of when old it old appears, if it kind of, well, I haven't seen one myself personally, but okay. is it like really slippery in real? In terms of like it's constantly changing forms and stuff, it's, or it looks like because I've seen heaps of um, the blue one. He comes and says hello all the time <laughs> this year, though. especially. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just passing through. They, they are very cheeky. They are very, very cheeky. This yeah, it like, it's
1: this is a cosmic giggle,
2: man. Yeah, yeah, right? it's, yeah, yeah, That's <laughs> it's, the, it's, it's like, the game. The, it's like the playful um, uh, personality of everything, really. Yeah, yeah. It's just cheekiness. Yeah, I even find
1: psychedelics to be like that too. Though. Oh, very mushrooms, mushrooms.
2: Yeah fucking funny as uh, not as in everything's funny but like they're funny like they talk to you like haha,
1: silly humans yeah yeah yeah, yeah. they
2: come up with puns and shit (laughs) that you didn't (laughs) think of and they're just like telling you this and you're just like ha what (laughs) Silo Simon you you, ah silly Simon silly Simon (laughs) exactly silly Simon yeah Yeah. but uh, what was that oh yeah so I was asking around like who saw this stuff and um, yeah. So he's <clears> saying his mate, who's just a everyday kind of tradie fella, he's seeing stuff in the sky. Then I see something in the news a couple of days later, uh, of some other website of people down in Rabina seeing triangular ships coming by and flying over. They're trying to take photos of them. Mm. Their phones die, all three of them. So like, mm. all these stories are all popping up at once in the span of a week. That interesting. That all this happened. And my brother, he was in the army, um, he was in the uh, army reserves, so he knows what helicopters are, what what um, what's ours and shit like that.
1: Yeah, like he knows different models. Or yeah,
2: he, you, you know, if you saw something, you'd be like, oh yeah, that's the... That's an like, AR-20. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whatever. yeah. He, he knows yeah. the lingo. And, he, he, <laughs> and I was like full on just gone. There's something going on. Something going on in Tweed, This fucking. Hell, there's, there's so <laughs> weird. And he was onto it as well, and keeping a lookout. And um, he was uh, he was having a surf one day, and he saw these three helicopters like flying around. And he got when he was like out of his at his car, you know, drying himself. He saw these three helicopters coming in from the ocean mm. out, out here at D Bar. And um, they were coming in out of fucking nowhere. Three recon helicopters, military recon helicopters. Going straight out into the um, into the hinterland of uh, Taugum, Taugum, or whatever you say, whatever you say. It? And apparently there's a secret military base. Oh, it's a secret. No, it's it. <laughs> but um, apparently there's a military base out the back there, and they were just yeah. like, heading towards there. So he sent me the photo. He took a photo of the three helicopters, sent me, and I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? But seriously, this is interesting, exciting, and also, what the fuck? And, um, yeah, that all started my massive um, questioning of what's going on. and Something else going on. Something else yeah. going on. And who
1: knows what they are? Because, obviously, you know,
2: take everything you hear with a grain of
1: salt. Yeah. Obviously. But it's like, what are your thoughts on what they could
2: possibly be? Or, I don't know, do you want to... Oh, uh, well... I've said it on a podcast before, on Josh Wade's podcast, yeah. that um, I've, I've seen, they've appeared to me yeah. uh, in my bedroom. And even your
1: parents have seen them as well, and they yeah. thought you were crazy. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah.
2: Like all my mates, or all my parents, and everything uh, thought at the start of it, thought I was just like, oh, I've fucking got psychosis or some shit, or like something's wrong with Jared. He's, he's had LSD and he's done something with his mind. Like <laughs> something fucked up. He's stuck in a loop or some shit. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just there just going, no, I just can't put it in English or what I'm saying because I couldn't speak what I was saying. Yeah, it's just, just articulating. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like you see it for the first time and you can't describe it. But like, Exactly. Over time, yeah. I've got... Because well, when you don't have the language, it's,
1: it's very hard to communicate. Yeah. It's like someone, like yeah. I don't know, like an average show trying to explain the psychedelic experience but then you've got Terence McKenna it's like ah, okay he's like (laughs) yeah mapping it out right the subjective psychedelic experience or whatever yeah yeah,
2: Terence McKenna his voice is just so good for for doing (laughs) that put you into a trance yeah Yeah. Yeah. and um yeah so what I think they are because um I've seen especially this year uh before this year I just saw like uh, a taste of them like bits and pieces here and there mm. with mates as well and a lot by myself and what there would be I, I, I always watch satellites I always I know what satellites look like so yeah. I'm always fascinated by like, oh there's one going on there <laughs> and there would always be this one that comes so randomly that just appears like you've looked away and then you look back and there's just a bright light just like chilling and it's going way slower a it looks like it's lower and you're looking at it and you just like, who's this guy? Like, what is it? You feel like a connection mm. because, um, I have to backtrack. But when I was going through this first experience, look on oh, all this shit going on in my hometown and around the world, obviously I need to look deep into this. Um, it wasn't until 2014 where I had my first initial, um, uh, spiritual awakening experience where I actually had a kundalini awakening. Really? Uh, spontaneous. What what triggered this? Uh, it was it was triggered by a quarter tab of LSD. Yeah. Just a quarter tab. And that was the first time I ever did psychedelics. And I didn't really, really feel it at all, but it was just enough to help me. Moved energy right yeah. or something. And let go. Right. It, was, it, was, yeah. it, was, it was there to it's help it, me. It's a bit go. similar to me.
1: Like, it was my first mushroom treat. It wasn't even that big of a dose. but Yeah. Like, it kind of reconnects you like your inner child yeah like whoa i can't believe these trees and amazing nature's been around me yeah. this whole time but i
2: haven't like paid attention to it yeah it's like you, you get brand new eyes
1: yeah almost or old eyes that you just forgot yeah. had, right it's like yeah. kind of just shedding off all these conditions in a way yeah, yeah. You
2: definitely yeah you're shedding off all. yeah the, and, your, and then it's like it's given you like and a goal and it's like you've got to work your way up to that yeah. without the use of them yeah in, in a way yeah anyway uh, all all before that no no you're right because that's that's very true like before then I can safely say I was in a tunnel vision state Mm. I was just straight this is that you know fucking footpaths traffic lights (laughs) you You know and then when you like I was like video games I was like yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) video games fucking dinners at 7 sweet and all that stuff is awesome and all that that stuff still exists but like once you (laughs) open your mind it just becomes like it's like Boys. stepping outside Extra stuff Your house for the first time
1: Like you've had Yeah You know, uh, you know And experiences from A to Z Which yeah. is like Inside your household Psychedelics is like Stepping outside You're like Oh my god There's a whole other
2: world out here Oh see this sun and moon Did you know there's a moon yeah. out there there's people <laughs> still inside going, You're fucking crazy Yeah <laughs> <laughs> you seen the stars man You're like What are you talking about mate uh, Shut up hippie mate Yeah like, Yeah they just watching, like Channel news or whatever <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> Yeah Like um When what was I saying? Oh, yeah, the lights. Yeah. So I'd, you'd see them just like kind of like cruising along, right? And they just really stand out, even though they're alive. But it's a different type of light. This is what I always say is like you're looking at a light, but it's it's alive. Mm. You feel like it's alive like um it's it's aware of itself it's like an energy form it's not someone with a torch or like a fucking satellite reflecting off the sun because i've seen right. him do that um in the it's afternoons. it's something else yeah, Some, yeah. Something, something else entirely moment. and you just you know it like um you just i don't know you you feel it more than anything and uh, the first one i saw was when i was camping with my two mates and um it just came along just really bright and then when I looked at it and I said in my head to her I said if you're something can you let us know In my inside yeah. and I sent it to her and then as soon as I said that the whole the this little light just really gradually just lit up blue and purple with a piercing white light in the middle of it yeah. and it brought like water to my eyes like I was kind of teary and I felt like a real pressure loving butterflies you know in my chest and you know a big rise of energy like i'm a kid again like Whoa. like Whoa. excited like oh my god <laughs> and you see it and then it like lit up so bright and when you're staring into it it's like um it's like a magnet like you just lost in it and it lasts forever and then it dimmed down and just kept going and i was like my mother mate josh is just like no, that was a satellite, and just went back to the campsite, really? and then like, like obviously he just went, nah. Is he like the
1: skeptic of the group, or kinda? Yeah. But like he jokes around. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, me and Tom, like
2: Tom, the other guy, does the show. He's like your other mate, Tom. Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> other mate, Tom. And he's um he's looking at it, and I'm looking at him, going, I don't think that was a satellite, man. Yeah, yeah. And he's just like, yeah, I don't, I don't know what the yeah. fuck that was. And then um, two weeks later. we're down on the beach actually way down there and i was on acid at the time but tom wasn't so it's like confirmation like i'm tripping (laughs) he's not witness you know that's sober (laughs) and um we went for a skate we had our skateboards and we we followed the um we followed the beach footpath along for a while and then i'm just in a state of just like uh i wonder where i'm gonna see him again when, when I'm going to see him again because i are always on my mind and then I like looked up and I'm tripping at this mm. point and I just like softly just looked up in the corner of the stars and just saw this white flash of light just go. and then I just like smiled I didn't go whoa I just like smiled really calm and I just said oi Tom up here um, we need to stop skating and go onto the beach and smoke this dupe <laughs> and chill you do. and yeah. wait for something and he's like yeah okay And we just both just without really talking about it, just like went down to the beach sat down barely talking and i'm tripping i'm at the peak of my trip what and, was the dose oh it was just one yeah. one cube and um so we're sitting down and i'm just like feeling so good and we yeah, share a joint and we're just like watching the satellites you can see satellites and then um Oh, before we I uh, drove us down uh, to the beach I was joking around with Tom and I said Oi just in case let's send an invitation out there to see if they'll come so I just jokingly said if anyone's listening out there we're going to be skating down the beach come by if you like <laughs> and he said it too like we will just joking and look at each other like hey that's nah, someone <laughs> won't come <Yeah. laughs> and then yeah, we got there, and yeah, I saw this flash of light. Said Tom, "Let's go sit down on the beach, smoke to do, watching satellites." And then we we're both real quiet all of a sudden, and then we see this really bright one come right overhead out of nowhere, and it starts cruising along, and then we're both in our heads going like, "Please, please, please, be something." And then, as we we're both silent, but as we both uh, said in our heads at the same time, without telling each other, mm. we said. Please reveal yourself, or please show us that you're you. Blah blah blah. And as we both said that simultaneously, it lit up again, just so bright, so blue. And this one made me tear up because I was tripping. So I was just like, way more connected to <laughs> yeah. it, and I felt like a strong connection to it as well, to my heart and and this um, light. And it's like when you're looking at it, the light. It it's a really bright white light it's almost like golden white and because it's so white it has a blue tinge around the sides and almost a purpley mm. kind of aura around it and it's almost like you're seeing the light in the physical and at the same time you're seeing another layer with like your third eye like you're seeing it on another level like you're seeing the physicalness of it and its metaphysical properties as mm-hmm. well. To like a it tra- transdimensional. Yeah, transdimensional. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you can like comprehend, like you can see it in so many different yeah. layers. Because It's not fully. it can't be just nah. physical. Nah, no way. That's where everyone's looking. Yeah, like, yeah, but I can't. You know, I can't measure yeah, it. Like yeah. The, yeah, yeah. Nah, it's completely different. It's not real.
1: Because it's, not, yeah. he, it's yeah. not here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm talking about like everything that
2: exists now came from the non-physical it starts off as an intention or thought exactly right? exactly yeah like like dreams man like they feel so real at the time like when you wake up you go well that was a dream yeah that felt so real yeah. where the dreams exist like this exists here but where does the dream world exist it's just other dimensions other layers other other you know it's not yeah. inside your brain your brain's just like a um and it's just it's just built so we can channel this weird shit that's going on like like we we're saying before like um you know everything's made of atoms mm. and um everything uh, together is all just a big collection of just trillions and countless atoms when you think of it atoms are almost like pixels Putting together this hologram that we live mm. in, and nothing's
1: really there. Yeah, well, because like the underlying structure of reality is all yeah. made up of the same substance. This is what quantum physics is saying now. Yeah, but, but of course, like we we're saying yesterday as well, is that you're never really going to know. Nah. It's like a never-ending rabbit hole. Yeah, and, like it's fun to try, of course. And it's it's fun to try. It's, it's but
2: fun to. It's fun to. Now I've got it. Yeah, yeah, It's like trying to hold on to water. It's just going to slip out your hands. Exactly it's exactly right. The paradox, and that, that's the um, that's the human <laughs> experience. Like we we come from a place from where we do know everything on this level we do know mm. what's going on it's like on. we
1: know because we, I have had these feelings before it's like we've come here yeah like, for a reason to get stronger and a lot of skeptics can say yeah that's a confirmation bias to put meaning onto your life whatever, yeah 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 like, yeah I've heard that so it <laughs> it, <yeah. laughs> but it's so overwhelmingly powerful that feeling yeah. like, and that's what the synchronicity is for yeah exactly yeah, like, yeah, you're on the right track mate keep going that's it mate yeah, no, mate. You got it, man. <laughs> yeah, absolutely superb. Yeah, and like you were saying, like tap, like coming up with ideas. Like I don't even
2: believe in originality. I just think we're tapping into stuff that's already there in the ether. Yeah, that's, makes sense. that's it. Like um, I always say, everything that you can ever imagine or mm. anything that is ever like whatever you think of in your imagination is real somewhere. Yeah. Not well, because they're not your but,
1: because people identify themselves to thought,
2: yeah. which is not us. Yeah, exactly, we're the observer. Yeah. How can we be the thought and the observer at the same time? Exactly, like yeah. that voice in your head—that is you. Yeah. Who is it? Like I remember Jim Carrey says this. Um, who is it that is aware that I'm thinking? And it's just like, <laughs> yeah, and it's just like I've heard. Yeah. I've heard other theories that when you come into Earth, you actually separate your soul and. Your soul, I guess, you can um, say is what God is or the yeah. universe It's like is. a fragment
1: because soul, a lot of, uh, you know, new age followers believe that a soul is like, no, this is my individual soul. Yeah. And every, you know, <laughs> my yeah. last life was like an African child or whatever it is. Yeah, But it's like, no, it's all part of the same. We're everything. Exactly. Like, you know what I mean? Like you're a reflection
2: of me. I'm a reflection of you. Exactly. Yeah. I always say like um, outside of all this, the human experience, because we come here to learn, to... To, to learn about all that sort of stuff, to learn about duality and um, limitations and all that mm, sort of stuff. To transcend it. Yeah. And to see if we can, um, you know, forget how to, that we know everything and how the world works, that yeah. we get to actually play it. Yeah, know, yeah. And be and, full yeah. of surprises yeah. and, and, and wonder and everything. But I mean, if you knew everything, you'd be bored. Yeah. You'd be like, ah, well, that's going to happen. This is <laughs> going to happen in the future. Yeah. Oh, well fun but I'm spoilers they're spoilers like if you knew everything (laughs) so like your soul before you come in here is like say my shirt is your soul and when you come in you agree just to that much and that's you and then you can bring more and more of yourself of your higher self into your physical self and there's probably another part of you in the world that's existing as well, but they're all part of your one soul. Mm. It's like um, when everyone says they have near-death experiences, they go back to this light, and they are this light, and I, I've been mm. there. And that was like my... source. Yeah, yeah source. Yeah. That was um, where, I, where my first experience was. It was the Kundalini awakening, and it was I was on my hill that I've had many dreams about, and um, I was just, as soon as the sun went down, and the acid's gone away completely because I had it in the morning as soon as the sun went down on the hill, um, I just felt this rising of energy come up through my feet and because I, I was like touching the ground I was like feeling this presence of like energy on the hill my mates are talking they're, they're around the background mm. doing something and I've wandered off because I'm just like touching the ground going I feel like there's someone standing here that we can't see and then I stood up. And I felt this massive energy rise through my feet like snakes, like a snake energy, mm. kind of doing this and going. It felt like it was under my skin. And I I didn't know what this, I didn't know what was going on. I've never heard what Kundalini yeah. means. Did was you get like freaked out a bit? Or? No, 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 I was it, it happen. surrendering yeah. to it like yeah. um, it was meant to happen. Best thing to do, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I let it kind of, it, it climbed up through me, it went through all my chakras and stuff and I was just like, lifted my arms up and all of a sudden as soon as it reached my um, my head uh everything around me it was all shadowy because the sun just went down right so all the trees and all the grass and everything that was around me was like piercing uh this reflecting this white golden light just out of everything out of all the leaves and everything like like the sun was coming out Tenfold like expressing itself. Yeah, yeah, and it was really slow and really gold and just beautiful, and I was being consumed by this light until this feeling of this like massive energy reached my head and the lights all happening what I can see, mm. and as soon as it reached my third eye right. in the top of my head, my whole vision was just this white light and I couldn't feel my body anymore, and mm. I wasn't my body. I was like just taken out, like well, if ego death. Sounds like complete yeah. like whatever this is whatever we're in whatever the human experience is whatever earth is the universe blah 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 felt like I got completely taken out of that and I was just floating but I wasn't just my body floating I was just I was it Mm. I I was this light yeah and it's also um, I was surrounded and being um, comforted by an even greater light which at the same time felt like it was me as well but a higher part of me yeah and I was there just so safe it's like you're being hugged by the universe like saying it's okay you're safe and I was just so happy so much love like yeah. this is what love is this is the source of love I I'm, I'm in, like right now this is as good as it gets mm. this this is just and we all have it that's Yeah it. we all like that like, like you said yeah. about surrendering
1: it's yeah. not about like trying to find love or happiness yeah. on the outside it's about just let it go let it go man yeah. it's so
2: cliché but the hippies had a point that's it. <laughs> that's it that's it that's it, that's it. And um, I got shot back into my body after this. So I, I had the feeling uh, like there was beings that were just starting to appear themselves. Like I didn't see them, but I knew they were there. Mm. And it was like almost like hands reaching out, like angels or my on my relatives or something like that, saying um, there was a party going on. It felt like it was a massive party, like congratulations, going, oh, we we miss you, or we can't, oh, blah, blah, blah. We, we we can't wait to show you all this. And I said, oh, that all sounds so great, but I can't leave just yet. I've got stuff to do. <laughs> and then yeah. as I said that and made that decision, I started to float back and I was falling into a darkness kind of space while the light was going away. And as I broke that connection, I instantly regretted going, oh, I should have at least said I love you or something. Like I felt bad. I didn't, I didn't say anything more and then all of a sudden all sound came back like all the, like, the cicadas and stuff and i was just in my body and i was just like looking around i was like looking at my hands and it felt like it's been like a thousand years since i've been back in my body and i'm looking at all my mates and they're like wearing clothes of like brands on them and like sunnies on top of their head all these different haircuts like trendy haircuts and shit, trendy haircuts, yeah. whatever you want to call them and i'm looking at them going. Use and not how I remember use. Like use do not look like how I know use. Yeah. I see use as like natural older. I remember use being older and more mature looking, but use look so young. It felt like I was like in millions of years into the future or the past, and I just mm. came back to this point in time. Like like my body, my vessel is just like it's just a vehicle and my real self is just travelling in so many different places and I just, I'm just here now. Yeah. At least part of me is. Yeah. And, um, and yeah. I, was, I instantly bursted into tears. I was just crying so much but laughing and I was just <laughs> like... It felt like in all this experience I was getting deja vu times like 20 and someone was behind me pouring a massive bucket of information about everything and all, all that there is to do with anything was just getting poured inside me and i was just overwhelmed i couldn't speak for the rest of the day for the rest of the yeah, afternoon yeah, i did not speak at all so i was processing shit or we'll try my best yeah at, i'm still know, processing yeah of course yeah, so like, it, takes yeah, time, yeah, it takes a lifetime man. takes a lifetime takes yeah. lifetimes yeah but to me it's just like fuck it i'll deal with it when i'm back home you yeah. know like home home yeah. You know? yeah like but right now i'm just gonna focus on yeah. whatever i'm I'm synchronized enjoy enjoy this ride yeah enjoy the ride enjoy the roller coaster. yeah you're only going to be Jared once exactly yeah exactly (laughs) multi-dimensions yeah yeah, yeah. but um yeah so after that I really that's when I was really open to absolutely everything I was just busted open and I couldn't talk at all of what I experienced and I was really trying to find um what happened what happened to me I didn't know what it was. I didn't know anything about the spiritual, but I just somehow I have this understanding. I'm living in synchronicity every day and I'm just looking at it like it's just so normal. It's just like, what the f- I know what's going on, on, on a deep level, but I've never heard of this before. Mm. I've never heard of this in my like growing up life before, like what have I tapped into? Have I gone crazy? Have I fucked something yeah, up that, in my that, brain? That, that's, yeah, that's a terrifying
1: thought. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Really I'll,
2: I'll, yeah. I wasn't terrified of it because I was just like, I don't care. Even that's if good. I did, this is, this is a good way to live. This is a good... It's a good attitude to have. Yeah, it? yeah. <laughs> I don't <laughs> I care. You've told but... me that before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's this right, is man. good yeah. anyway. Well, it's like i will said
1: this quote today. Uh, Joseph Campbell said that the, the psychotic swims in the same waters in which the mystic swims with delight. That's cool. Right? That's cool. So it just depends on how you handle it, whether you're yeah, crazy yeah. or a mystic. And that's why so many geniuses, are, you know, it's synonymous with madness in yeah, a sense yeah, yeah. as well. It's like a thin line. It's just a dance between yeah, the, yeah. It is order just and a chaos dance. in a, in a, it's in a way. It's
2: yeah. yin-yang. Yi. If you stay on one side, you'll never you'll learn. Balance yep. it. Exactly. Other you, side. Have to, you have to balance the both because yep. I feel like, like
1: pain and suffering is a price ticket to existing. Exactly. Sense, exactly. Know? Like you gotta, you're gonna, that? you're gonna go through it whether you like it or not, and you can be the most optimist person. And Of course, it's better to be optimist. Yeah, for sure. But it's just accepting and allowing that yeah. darkness as
2: well yeah. when the cycles come. It's like seasons. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Because no matter what, it exists. Yeah. And people will try to. Look yeah. In the dark well, it's like what looking at.
1: Kai said. Um, it's not the darkness that fucks you up; it's the resistance to the darkness. Yes, yes.
2: that is yes, yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Nail I like on, that one too. Nail on the head. Yeah. <laughs> <fucking nail. laughs> but, exactly. Oh, where was I going with this? Um, what was the last thing I said about after? the Kundalini awakening, and then it changed? <laughs> yeah. And you thought you were crazy a little I, bit? I didn't uh, know what it was. I had no idea what happened to me, and I was trying to search for answers. Like I was just like, where the fuck can I look at? It? I was mm. looking it up crazy white light experience out of body what is going on and i just like heard a lot of near death experience and stuff until this was the most randomest thing and it was synchronicity as well i was driving home uh by myself in my car and i look on the side of the road and there's a man walking by the lake and it's a monk dressed in orange like the orange yeah the buddhist full on yeah, buddhist like yeah, yeah, yeah. full on like bored and everything just like going for a stroll in his, <laughs> in, his, in, his in his monk clothes just being yeah just <laughs> yeah. being and I saw yeah. this guy I'm like am I because I was in such a spiritual high after that experience it went on for like a month where I was That's just after afterglow it's like it's the opposite yeah. of a come down yeah like, a lot of people think that oh I was, I have, they're just
1: nasty drugs like blah yeah, blah, blah. Uh, while well, they're Drinking alcohol and Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Eating Mappers and shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, was, it was like such a. It was McDonald's such a for those, because most of the listeners are not Australian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what Mac- the fuck is Mappers?
2: Mac- <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so I was like driving yeah. along, right, and I see this guy, and I'm just like, this guy would know. <laughs> He's like, yeah. a fucking monk, man. Yeah. This guy would know. So I pulled over, I, I drove back. So i was like after seeing him i was like kept driving and going like did i just see a monk <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna fucking get some answers so i like fucking drove past him. Like, yep i see him in the distance i'll park ahead of him it was like a bit of a stalker so i was just like got out waited for him to walk past and i approached him i was like hey 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 there mate and he's like yeah what? Well, what is it and i said S- sorry to like jump up on you or anything like that but um I saw you and I just, I just, I felt drawn to really uh, connect with you and talk to you blah, blah, blah. He's like, yeah, w- what is it that you, um, you want to know or whatever mm-hmm. or want to talk about? And I said, I had this experience like uh, a couple of months ago and um, I'm still trying to figure out what it is. I've looked into things that sound very similar to it, but I still felt like I don't know exactly what it was. So I explained to him, I explained my whole story and everything I was feeling and stuff and he just like looked at me and smiled. He's like, hmm. And I was yeah. just like, do you know what he is? And he's like, "The Kundalini. Uh, and I was just like, Kundalini, Kundalini. And I was like, so what is that? It's like, oh, it's very, um, you know, it's very common in uh, places like Tibet and stuff like that. People go their whole lives to doing meditation to experience. and to have yeah. this experience. And I just said... I've never meditated, I've meditated once in my yeah. life and this happened spontaneously and he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> you didn't tell him that you dropped tab? Not really. <laughs> okay, not really. <laughs> yeah, not really. But um, it was just a quarter yeah. tab. It was barely nothing. Yeah. I barely felt it. But um, he was saying like, oh yes, that's common too. Like um, the, the spontaneous, it happens when you're ready. Mm. Like it, it, You can search for it your whole life but it still won't happen until you're ready. And I was just like, well, I don't know if I was ready because I'm still like, going, what, what, what was that? Like, I felt like I prematurely yeah. had this, but you don't choose when you're ready. Or no, well, you're, you're never really ready. Yeah, like, yeah, nah, nah. You're at least happens. ready for
1: steps. It happens, and you just deal with it the best you can. That's you're it. Ready. Yeah,
2: that's that was my um, experience. Yeah, because I, I had all this with no answers whatsoever, no education on anything on the subject, and I had to start from the fucking top and fucking process that and learn the past three years and this happened yeah three years ago and um, I've been on that journey ever since yeah. and just like falling in line of synchronicity and it wasn't until um, I started to learn a lot through uh, like um, my own experiences of what things are and I interpret them in the way I interpret them I explain them the way I can only explain with my words Trying to, like, if my friends come to me, they've got, like, a question that they've gone through, I'll try to relate it to what I've gone through, and try to do my best Mm. to help people kind of understand. That's what we're here for, like, just to help other people along the path, like, come on, mate, let me help you out. That's it. This way, yeah. Just being a light, and that's actually what um, my palm reading was about. Um, I got told, you know, you've come back again, you've volunteered to come back, you finished doing the life school and all that you've gone home but you decided to come back to to teach or to to, to bring no that's what she you said you're here to bring um to bring about light and you're here to express that light to just whatever you do and just pass on that light so I was like, yeah, okay, yeah. I gonna do that. I like, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna try, yeah, I think mm, give, it a, give it a go, I can give it a go. <laughs> and then I found out my numerology number is um, 2 or 11, well, the 11-2. And then I was like, what's 11? Because numerology goes up from 1 to 9, mm. and there's, there's the three exceptions of master numbers 11, 22, and 33. Okay. And I found out I'm an 11, so like the cycle starts again, so like it made sense to me with all the whole um, coming back for like volunteering. Like you start from one to nine, you become a one or a two or three up to nine, then it starts again. Or if you come back in a, in a second time around, you become an eleven, which is um, called the uh, the messenger, the bridge between worlds. Is what yeah, I've got taught a, a very similar thing. Yeah. By yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, twenty two is the uh, twenty two is the master builder. Yeah. And the thirty three is the master teacher. Mm-hmm. And I got a I got a few master teacher mates, and I can see it in them straight away. I was just like, yeah, fuck no. It, it's just like it just it, it's just right there in front of me. This isn't made up. Like it's 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 real. Truth is hidden in plain sight. Yeah, it's everywhere. Fucking right so, there. Yeah,
1: it's like you were saying um, on the Josh Wade podcast. I think the first one, like hell, even in movies and stuff, people just like, oh, it's just fantasy. It's this or that. Yeah, but it's all a reflection of how a psyche
2: works. Yeah, it's yeah. just like like the creators and writers of that. Like they they were inspired. Yeah. By something. I mean, it's
1: not real in like you know the material no, 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 sense. No. It's Story like meta truth. Yeah, met
2: yeah metaphorical. It's all metaphorical analogies and stuff because you can never paint. The one truth, cause well, yeah well as no soon as you put as a word to truth, yeah, you lose it exactly, you're that, putting a label on it, that, that's yeah. why I like that whole um thing how we're all individually experiencing and perceiving reality individually because there's not one way to see reality, no there's a collective way to see reality so awareness, yeah, well rumdas would say loving awareness, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and that's like what the universe awesome. wants to do, it wants to. Yeah duplicate itself mm.
1: into express and it's like express going to, it's like this awareness is getting more complex yeah looking
2: at reality through different perspectives see different angles so you yeah. like get more of a different picture I agree yeah. I think we're yeah. here to learn grow play express yeah learn, learn. grow play
1: fuck it oh. the cosmic giggle yeah <laughs> that's it fuck I, it actually I want to ask you with that kundalini trip did you did that inspire that big lead? Yeah, uh, Tuma Island too. Yeah, yeah.
2: See, <laughs> that's what I was thinking of the whole time. Yeah. you're telling that story. Definitely, definitely. Cause that that's that music yeah, that, that I added is. to it. Yeah. Um, to that's you wrote that music. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Fucking awesome, man. Thanks, man. Really. Cheers. Yeah. Before the Koolini experience, I couldn't write music. Really? That, that's a magical thing. Did you, play,
1: did you play music beforehand? Yeah, I played Oh, yeah, music. right, yeah.
2: But you played, like, covers yeah. and stuff. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I was never able to... Um, I was into metal, and, and I am still 10. am. But, yeah. like, I was, it was... But it was good learning, like, the technical aspect yeah, of guitar. Yeah, definitely. That's, that's where I look back. Yeah. Like, I
1: still like it, but it's not nowhere near as much as before. It's, like, more yeah, other types it. of music. That's it. Yeah.
2: But after that experience, yeah. I kept hearing music, like... Um, I wasn't hearing it. I was just like imagining it. Like I was, I was on a really high, like spiritual high, whatever you want to call it. Like for for a while after. Like it lasted for a year almost. Really? Yeah. It until it like kind of dipped down a bit. Dipped down and um, and then I like got back into reality or whatever and. um started to question it more and then I like rose back up again so mm. it comes in waves but it's all sacred isn't it it's this, all sacred. this dimension is yeah. just as sacred as like you know every dimension yeah this is or, like this is like a dimension where all dimensions are overlapping yeah almost. and that's what I had to learn
1: to look at the magic in like the subtleties yeah. of life. Because I was always trying to push boundaries and have yeah. extreme experiences yeah, same. That's what, yeah, and then that's i got you know cool. i got punished hard for it it's like same. mate you don't need us like the psychedelics or whatever yeah yeah it's like, that you, can, you can reach this state yeah. without this tool that's, because that's you're still yeah. in a way like reaching outside yourself like yeah. it it gives you a glimpse sure like it helps you connect with yourself mm-hmm. but it's mm-hmm. still you're still going outside yourself yeah. to get that experience yeah and it can help it's like a hand a helping hand yeah fuck And yeah. maybe as a reminder every once in
2: a while yeah so right. like the real work is here. Right? That's it. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. That's what I had to learn as well because it wasn't from after yeah. that first experience, which was my first trying psychedelics as well. It wasn't for after. It's like your first hit is the biggest hit ever, and then you just want to get that again. Yeah, and you're just searching. It's, for it's that usually again. that
1: first experience which is the most profound. Yeah, and that when I look back on all my trips, it's usually the first time. Like the first time I had mushrooms, yeah. the first time I had. Uh, ayahuasca and the first mm. time I had San Pedro those were like the actual profound trips that yeah. practically changed my life yeah and even though I've had extreme visions and experiences after that
2: it didn't give a big of an impact as those first ones yeah, yeah. that's so exactly. I think there's something there the same same for me as well like like that first experience mm-hmm like it's like whoa I remember this yeah as
1: I was talking about last night like that first feeling is like Deja
2: vu. Yeah, it I mean, is. I've been You're here just, just like I've been here. This is sound. This feels so and time familiar. Is, yeah, and time is doesn't work the way we think. No, <laughs> no, no way. Like to what we were saying for last night is how like you know you, you zoom out of the Earth. If, if you were to fly up out of the Earth and chill in space, you'd just be seeing the like world time lapse rotating. Yeah, and, but I think it was like you said in the in the Big Les show
1: how people look at trees or rocks and it's like, oh, it's not yeah. really alive or, yeah, all right, mate. But it's like, yeah, it's because it's moving so slowly. Yeah. Like, but if you looked at it that was in based, like a time lapse. That was you based see. on a trip I had. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've had that too. Still I've like, seen my dog, I've at my dog, and it was just going into old age and oh, like what? all yeah Yeah, wow. And just going into cycles.
2: I'm like, I've heard stories of that where people look in the mirror and they see that happening to their face. Like, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend. I wouldn't recommend looking
1: into a mirror for everybody. You just have to be prepared for that shit. Oh yeah, it looks like you're just looking into a parallel dimension. Mm. I remember going to um, Canada, which is when I had. I'll say my first profound LSD trip. Yeah, and it was like I was looking in the mirror, and I was looking at all these like parallel cells of my. It was like. Like I'd see like this ancient Chinese warrior and then we'll go into like a, a woodland elf and just yeah. go through all these different masks and like animals and stuff. Wow.
2: Yeah. yeah. I've only I've had uh, like dreams of that. Like I've had a dream where I was a woman once. <laughs> was and I got killed by a train. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I was like, was, yeah, yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't went remember for something. I can't remember. I can't remember at all, like how it went. I just remember I was a woman back in the. I've got boobs. Yeah, basically, it was just like um, I was a uh, a woman. I think I was about twenty, and I was wearing like you know the, uh, back in the Western days or something. Those like real big gowns, like the big yeah, piece, yeah. I've like, seen so Westworld. Yeah, like that yeah, it was, like that kind of style. Yeah, that style and I was on this. I was in a cave where the train ends and the train was like just fucking coming for me so fast and I was with my other mate who was a chick and she was like saying it's got to be alright it's got to be alright we're just going to we're just going to wake up when this happens and so I was freaking out and I was a chick and I was just going oh fuck what's going on and then, <laughs> and then the train fucking came and as soon as it was about to hit my face like everything lit up white and just went calm and then I woke up in my bed I was like well, holy f- fuck, I just died and woke up here. Shit. And, and then, yeah, that's happened Just tapping into other realities. <laughs> yeah, or like a memory or something like that or like, um, uh, yeah, possibly. Have you tried,
1: like, you, um, have you lucid dream much? Yeah, 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 a lot of times. Like, do uh, you do it like,
2: do you consciously it? practice
1: it or does nah, it just come? it just, just kind of happens something. when
2: it needs to. Like, I was telling you, um, just recently, um, I had a lucid dream where Yowie Sasquatch beings came and visited me and that was awesome. That was so real. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, it was a lot different to like, my characters, but um, they came in. It was just this one big uh, Yowie bloke that he was really, really tall. His head would have been touching the ceiling and he, they don't have like necks. It's like the head and then it's just big, broad shoulders and just like real scruffy-looking face, like it's like human slash gorilla slash like like big brow and like mm. just leathery and and just like dark dark fur, you know, like really uh, crusty almost fur. Yeah, it's just like like an animal, you know, but like sentient, really sentient, and like really um, just fucking solid as fuck and he was standing in the doorway of my old bedroom because I in my house I got these two bedrooms that are next to each other my brother used to live in the one I'm living in now and I used to live in this one but he moved out so I fuck yeah got the room with a sick view mm. in it yeah. so in my lucid dream I came out of my house out of my, out of my room sorry and there was this massive yowie being standing in the doorway of my old room just looking in my old room and I like went up to him and he, he, his shoulder was up to here of me standing up and I was looking up at him like I was a little kid, like talking to a big <laughs> adult. I was like, What are you? like what's your name and <laughs> And this was probably like four months ago or five months ago. That's a pre- pretty recent. Yeah. Yeah. And it was um two weeks after I had a in a Yowie kind of encounter. Um, if you heard on the Josh Wade podcast and the first one where like I had an experience where i reckon it was one that threw a rock right near me telling me to like you know steer clear, don't don't come any further mm. and uh i was always thinking of that and then two weeks later i had a lucid dream of this being and i was asking him i said um you know what do i call you what what's your name and he looked at me and because he, he didn't want to make eye contact with me because um I felt instantly knew that the reason why he wasn't making eye contact with me is because they're so tapped in and so um, psychic and um, powerful like that.
1: Very sensitive. Yeah, very, very
2: sensitive. So if he looked in my eyes, he would feel all my pain, all my experiences and he just... They just don't want to yeah. deal with and that. There are a lot of people like that. Yeah, you know, like yeah, definitely. highly empaths. Uh, empaths. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes I'll even have stages Same. where I'll be like,
1: then I can't like just me going out yeah. in public and I'll just feel all that yeah. pain and suffering yeah. and like yeah. it's, I've had it's that very very you You gotta really um, be careful who you hang out with. Yeah, that's <laughs> and who you you're you around. Gotta, really.
2: You gotta um, you gotta you uh, gotta strengthen your aura first before you can deal with that shit. I've had many times like gone in shopping centers or like dealing with people and. Next, like couple of weeks after, you just like, where did these emotions come from? And yeah, you backtrack them, and it's yeah. just like, and it's even like a up. lot of the traumas that get
1: stored in our body aren't yeah. even ours. Like they go yeah. back to our family and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I forgot who it was. I think it was like Dr. Bruce Lipton. He's a biologist, oh, and yeah. he talks about how trauma. Brucey? It takes seven. I don't remember the exact fact. Check this shit yourself, but it's like seven generations mm. before the trauma gets released, unless you deal with it. Of course. Yeah. so if you don't deal with your trauma your kids are going to deal with that shit yeah Right. and I feel like yeah story of my life <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah. Like, it's like I've got my own shit to deal with but I've got to deal with like my parents shit as well and their parents and their parents damn yeah. it past like, generations Fut! yeah but that's all good no that's
2: all good that's all part, all of, part of the game. game it's all part of the game exactly like it's not meant to play yeah. perfectly it's yeah. level exactly but um yeah so this, this this being he was in my room right or looking into my room and I asked him what's your name and he looked at me real quick like that, like, uck. And I was like, so it's uck? And like, huck. And I was like, is it ek or uck? And he was like, almost getting annoyed because he had to keep repeating it to me. And he was like, huck. Like, almost breathing in, like, huck, huck, huck. And it was like a real weird way of exp- uh, talking. And I was like, trying to say it back to him. So it's ek or uck or huck. And he's like, Fuck! get it right, mate. Like, he like, <laughs> didn't really say that, but he's, he's, a, he's like, eyes did. And, um, the Aussie equivalent would have said that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then all of a sudden, uh, he, he he didn't tell me, they were talking to me, uh, telepathically, and he needed a piss. And I was like, Oh, you can't piss in here, you'll probably flood the fucking place, so I'll take you outside. And all of a sudden, as I'm like, showing him, sneaking him out, because, uh, in my dream, I'm still knowing that my mum's going to come home from work in, at lunchtime, like she always does, and I was sleeping in at that same time as well. So, uh, actually, when I was actually sleeping as well, during this dream, my mum did come home for lunch and then left again before I woke up, and in my actual lucid dream, she came home, and I was hiding this being outside of the, the fucking uh, laundry door and everything out into the backyard where he can fang a piss and um, he was just like fanging a massive piss on the fence I was just like hearing it <laughs> <laughs> I <Fucking laughs> oh, was like a fire hose mate fuck. and um, I was just laughing at it And then, <laughs> like having a music and looking up at the house because I've got a two story house yeah. and I was looking up at the kitchen window like seeing if mum's there making a coffee and then she's soon got to leave I was like oh fuck I hope she doesn't come down and sees this and freaks out and then all of a sudden there was two more beings one of them was a bit lighter coloured almost like white fur but it was like creamy kind of and one of them was like a a greenish kind of uh, greyish kind of colour and I was like who are these guys but they weren't saying anything none of them were talking they don't talk they just they feel they're like you know very um, empathic and they just started... I was just like, oh, we're going to have to chill here. Because I was like freaking out and going, what am I going to do with these beings in my house? We're not going to keep you guys. <laughs> so they just like decided to to sit down. They just sat down, legs crossed. And they were just like so happy, just like picking the ground and looking at it. And they were just so peaceful with wherever they were. And I was like looking at them going, like, just so peaceful. And um, hmm. then I woke up and... Yeah, I woke up and it was that same time of day that was in my dream, so it felt like it just happened and in real time and everything. And I'm um, like, all I kept remembering that I took from that dream was Huck, Huck, Huck. Because, <laughs> like, I had to repeat it so many times in my dream, so I'd remember it when I wake yeah, up. Yeah, so was stuck out. Yeah, know, yeah, yeah. And so, like, ever since then, I've always just, like, um, you know, like, oh, there's this bean named Huck that that comes in and visits me and he must Should make uh, him a big less show character yeah he might be in there one day he's kind of in there in um if you look up the SSS video the secret Sasquatch society he's actually at the very beginning when they get to the SSS and um there's like two Sasquatch Sasquatches talking like oh Ross man how you going like the one that's named Ross the big brown one that's yeah. that I drew that based off what he looks like, mm. but not exactly what he looks like, just yeah. the cartoon equivalent of what he looks like. Yeah, of course. So if you watch that episode, like a, a Bogan you're, you're, cartoon yeah, cartoon character. Yeah, character yeah, 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 yeah. He's just big and solid and brown, thick fur and um, gray body and shit. He's just got a beer in his hand. That's what mm. I drew in in that episode, but looked way more different in my dream, like way more realistic and spiritual. Not drinking beer and shit like that. Mm. But um. Yeah, so if you if you watch that, that's what he kind of was shaped like. And I actually had a dream this week, uh, la- a couple of days ago, I had another dream about them again, but it was a female Sasquatch and a younger Sasquatch. And I was in the woods somewhere, and I was looking at footprints on the ground and, like, different shapes of them and, like, a diagram of different footprints. And, you know... You, they all meant something like one footprint was like just huge footprint right but the toes were kind of separated like that and then the next footprint will be like some of the toes are closed and some toes are open Mm. like like your fingers doing different symbols and fucking all this sort of shit and i was like looking at trying to understand it like going what is this and then i looked up and there they were like the sasquatch beings walking past and just giving me like a (laughs) gone <laughs> like they like they didn't stop the chat or anything they just acknowledged me and then kept walking and I was just like well what does all this mean they're leaving little clues for me to figure out so I'm still on that kind of journey yeah. I guess and um, it's been said about them as well that they're really tapped in and that they do appear to you in dreams they 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 would if you're playing in the in nature or something and they could see you or they sense your energy or whatever like that they would be like
1: "Oh, just guy here
2: <laughs> and they'll, they'll they'll come visit you like in because they're like fifth or sixth dimension dimensional beings that they come walk around in the third and do what they want you know they fucking live in nature they tend to it and make sure everything's all happy they're like they're like the custodians of the land and they take care of all that sort of mm-hmm. shit and they can be in the higher dimensions as well yeah and yeah so I had a lot of Lucid dreaming experiences with those. Yeah. Guys. I think it's all information. Like whether it's yeah, real, like whether it's
1: real, whatever the fuck that means. Or what is real? Yeah. What is? How do you define real? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it's like even if it is just in your
2: head or an actual outside being, it's all yeah. information. Yeah, that can help you if you look for it. It's information that you didn't have before it. Yeah. Too. So it's just like getting all these ideas that make sense with like the real world if you want to call it that yeah it's like you know, archetypes or metaphors yeah. everything's information like nature the, the best teacher in meta- metaphors and anything like that is nature like you just obs- I think it was Einstein that said that like said um, if one observes nature you observe the the characteristics of the universe or something like that or mm. the nature of the universe something like that you can see it all like the balance the yin
1: and the yang yeah, the chaos the order yeah, yeah. birth
2: rebirth yep yeah. have to circle look. of life and all that sort of stuff yeah and, yeah yeah like trees and light and yeah. how that's grown
1: and and the people are so easy to like dismiss it don't even like look at that shit yeah either. no,
2: cause it is you know cause Neighbours is on seven <laughs> and, <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah it's just like um uh everyone's yeah. very occupied even I'm occupied with my own things like I've got like a fucking I can't wait yeah, for the we're born, yeah we're born in this crazy world too yeah, yeah yeah like I can't wait for the new Spider-Man game to come out Me like too. I fucking cannot wait and I'm gonna it's gonna be heavy. Red Dead Redemption 2 I'm gonna be yeah. fucking into yeah, that it's not
1: about being a purist like you, people think like oh if you're spiritual that means you can't play video games or yeah. you can't have attachments or you can't have you this you have to live out in the hills and no, yeah. You just have to express your authentic self, whatever yeah. that means to you. It's just for one person it can mean, yeah, I want to live in a, that's a yeah. monastery or whatever. Yeah. Other people can be like, I wanna draw cartoons and yeah. teach people and guide
2: people through these turbulent times or whatever it is, you yeah. Then maybe go for a surf in the afternoon. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just experiencing or being or something. You just you just go with it and like wherever you're needed you just like yeah all right, Yeah, fuck no. Right. Yeah, and let go of expectations. Yeah, that's, that's it. A yeah, one. that's fucking it. Yeah, definitely. And not
1: and don't fall into the trap of thinking, oh, once I get this, then I'll be happy. Yeah, exactly.
2: Because that, there's that there's that thing um, oh, that's like uh, if you've got the feeling of wanting something, you're telling yourself you don't have it. Yeah. Because there's you're wanting say, it. Yeah. But if you tell yourself like, I have everything. I'm happy with everything that I'm ever going to own or do or see or whatever has already happened. It's just, I'm mm. on my way there. You well, yeah, it's like, it's like
1: looking into reflection into the mirror and trying to change the facial expression by trying to manipulate the mirror. you got yeah. to door first within. <laughs> that's, a good to it. Yeah. that's a good way to put it. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. I think that's actually a good note. Yeah, this. That's, good. <laughs> that's good. Well, thanks for coming on, brother. Mate, thanks um, for anything, having me. Anything you want to plug or um, any.
2: Platforms that you want to share? Are you, when are you releasing this? Uh, I'll say three weeks. Three something weeks? Something like that, yeah. Right, so the new episode will be out by then. So
1: uh, I can do it before and then... Because I've got other podcasts. I can just release this before. Oh, whatever. If
2: you... Well, if this comes out before Christmas, the episode is fucking coming for you. Maybe that'll be even better because then the link will already be there. Yeah, yeah that's it. Out. That's it, that's it. And then uh, what else can I say? Um, the next episode after that... Because everyone's like, where the fuck's the next episode? Yeah, where the fuck is it? It's like, mate, calm down. It's like, you're getting it for free. Just, like, <laughs> just <laughs> calm down. Just think of it this way. If you're, wait, if you're waiting for all these episodes to come out, like out of fucking nowhere, they'll come out you know, all of a sudden and then you'll watch it and be bored with it. But if you wait for it all to happen, you know, when you're older, maybe, you get to look back at the whole lot. How good would that be? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's not all going to come out tomorrow, mate. <laughs> it's very it's, like,
1: it's like some people genuinely get angry. Yeah, I know. You it's giving me
2: this. That, that's, that's part of that, that whole wanting thing. Um, yeah. oh, we, won, we want it now. <laughs> like, yeah, fucking consumerists. It's yeah, no, yeah. like, calm down, you get it? <laughs> Just calm down, it's do gonna come, something, it's gonna come. come up with your own hobby, and fucking go play outside. <laughs> exactly. then before you know it, you're like, oh, something's coming out. Just click
1: on the notification bell and then you'll get it. You That's it. You don't have to continuously ask for it. That's
2: it. But cool. anything else? Any other social media well, that you want to share? Or? Well, to go on with that, with the whole waiting for the next episode after this new episode, you're going to be waiting a fucking long time. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you that much? a Fucking long time. Like a really,
1: really fucking
2: long time. Like six years? Mm. No, not really. Probably like five months, because this next episode after the episode I just made is going to be uh, a big like the last of the season. so Nice. It's, I'm excited. So it's like Tumour Island Two, like how that was, but it's probably a bit shorter than Tumour Island Two, but another just like epic, big chunk. Long. Yeah. Fucking story compact. You, you'll see. Yeah. But be patient. Be, it's coming. Yeah. You know, pick up a drawing. You know, go, go out. Fucking play, <laughs> play ball or catch some fireflies. I don't know. Go surfing. Go for a dip. Exactly. Just take your mind. Take your mind elsewhere. <laughs> go outside. Well, that's been
1: awesome, man. I think we can dose. There's so many avenues we can go down. Oh, like, fuck. If we did I think that, we'd definitely we'd, have to do a sequel. It'd be skeletons. Oh, yeah. So we can just, just do that as well. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, we yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so exactly. good, man. All right, man. Thanks for having me. Cheers. Thank you. That's it. That's it. Not really, Nata. <laughs>